Welcome to the Soul Connection Podcast, the place where you get the tools to truly connect to yourself. I am your host, Katie Arnold. Grab your journal, find your comfortable meditation position, and let's connect. Hi, friends. Uh, Welcome back to the Soul Connection podcast. So today is another bonus episode, and it's going to look a little different than episodes usually do around here. So as I'm sure you've started to gather, we usually sit in meditation and then spend some time journaling. But every so often, and I will say this is to be determined if this becomes a monthly thing or if it's just more of a when I feel called to bonus, Um, but I want to dive deeper into our intention for the month. And so as you know, our focus this month has been all around our breath. So we've spent our meditation practices focusing on our breath, using our breath as our anchor, letting our breath guide our practice and help achieve a certain outcome for our meditation, right? So I'm sure you've noticed that our breath is very powerful and a great tool to have in our self-care toolbox. And this is true not just inside of our meditation practice, but also outside of our meditation practice and to add into our lives. So, I mean, just think about this for a second. How many times have you told yourself told your friends, told your family, told other people, and also had like other people tell you to, quote, just breathe, right? Like, honestly, there was a point in my life where this was a consistent and really not just consistent, but like constant mantra for me. And I have and really still often do think about getting a tattoo of just breathe to be my constant symbol and reminder to return to my breath. And even in yoga, we use our breath to guide and direct our physical practice to achieve various outcomes. So this practice of controlling our breath in various ways to achieve a certain desire is called pranayama. Pranayama literally just means breath control. So you might hear it referred to in a yoga class, in a meditation, in a breathwork practice somewhere or somewhere. You might hear people talk about pranayama and that just means breath control. So in a vinyasa style practice, right, we move poses with our breath. So finding growth and expansion on the inhales and finding contraction and grounding on our exhales. So you may have heard the terminology of ujjayi pranayama or ocean breath. So this is where we inhale and exhale through the nose with that slight constriction at the back of the throat. And the breath literally sounds like ocean waves floating in and out of like a shoreline. And if you've ever been in a class and held a pose for a long time when everyone has like just really 
tapped into their ujjayi breath. It's this like beautiful moment that, oh, I just love it so much. I love it so much. And us being in a time right now in history where those in-person classes are a little bit harder to come by, it's definitely a moment that I miss. And I love being able to practice virtually with everybody. Uh, But there is definitely something to be said for a whole room of people just in their ujjayi breath and just the relaxing nature of it. Anyways, I'm getting myself off topic, but it's a warming breath and it will warm your physical body from the inside out. So that's one of the reasons why it's really great in a vinyasa practice is because it helps warm up your body a little bit faster. And we're obviously also warming up your body with the postures, but you're able to get there a little bit quicker and you also get a nice little sweat when you're pairing that breath with the physical movement, the physical asanas, right? And then if you think about using breath in like a slower practice, like restorative or gentle yoga, we still use our breath, but it can often be literally in that slower and more passive capacity. So letting our exhales release and create more space and allowing our inhales to be really nourishing. And I personally will sometimes pair like a relaxation breath meditation into a restorative class because it's really cohesive and it's a great way to kind of sneak in meditation without anyone really realizing that they're meditating Because they're already in a space where they're coming to this restorative practice because they want to rest and relax. So if you've ever like found yourself being like, oh, I can't meditate, I can't meditate, like chances are you probably have, like honestly, maybe without even realizing it. And I mean, you can go back and listen to my story about how I, you know, realized that I hadn't really done meditation before aside from like kind of the little bit that happened in shavasana but that was really like the extent to which i had done let's talk about some of the benefits here of breath work and why this may be something you choose to bring into your own life into your own practices on a greater scale our breath work and a reduced rate breathing so to speak or this like relaxation breath meditation can help stimulate the rest and digest parasympathetic nervous system that helps with sleep, stress, and anxiety. So we are literally calming ourselves down. We're getting to that place where we can finally rest, find more ease, find more peace, and it's really quite lovely. And then on the opposite end of that, you can have a more rapid or pulsed breathing method, which will stimulate a sympathetic nervous system to help increase your energy, prepare you for exercise, and boost the body's natural defenses. So there are some great breathing exercises that will help bring more energy into your body. So like where the relaxed breath, we create a longer exhale than we do an inhale that calms the body down. For a more energizing breath, 
we are going to have a longer inhale and a shorter exhale. Our breathwork practices will also strengthen our cardiovascular health and build respiratory capacity. So some respiratory conditions like asthma can actually be really well managed by increasing CO2 levels in the blood. So we can accomplish this using our breath. We can build that strength in our breath. And I just want to give like a little bit of a sidetrack here, so to speak, because many years ago when I first went off to college, I discovered I had asthma. I'd never had asthma my whole life as far as we knew. I can look back and see that there were probably signs that it was developing, but it was never anything that was diagnosed until I went off to college. And then it seemed to progressively be getting worse and worse in my adult years where I went from not just having a rescue inhaler to taking an inhaler every day to taking some sort of medication every day to still needing to use my rescue inhaler many times within a month to being in the emergency room because of it. And one of the things that I remember a friend telling me was that when he found out he had asthma as a child, his dad made him start running. And while in many ways that may seem like something that is counterintuitive, right? Like you hear of people who have like exercise-induced asthma, You would think this would set it off, but what it did for him is it actually helped strengthen his lungs. And I immediately was like bought into this idea. And so I found a like couch to 5K plan on the internet for free and started walking and running intervals. And I started building up my lung capacity So that way, running became easier. My lungs became stronger. And the amount of times that I needed to use my rescue inhaler became less and less. I got myself off of my daily asthma medications. And I'm to a point now in my life where it is very rare that I have a situation where my lungs don't feel like I can breathe, right? And I fully put this on the fact that I took the steps to start strengthening my lungs by running. And now I've also done it through breath work. And for anyone who knows my story of having lived in a house with toxic mold, one of the things that triggered my brain to be like, something is not right here was that my asthma was getting triggered again in a way that it hadn't in a long time. And so over the last year and a half, I've been in this practice of regaining my health and taking all these different steps to try and heal my body from toxic mold exposure. And I've also been bringing all this breath work in and I've been finding so much progress. And while I'm not where I used to be in an ability to run right now. My respiratory capacity is definitely getting greater. So that was a huge tangent. Let's return back to the benefits of breath work. But I do hope that you guys find that to be something that gives you hope if you are in that place of like, 
something is wrong or you find that it's really hard at first for some of these breathwork practices, like start small, start with small amounts of time and let's like build you up from there. Okay, back to it. So breathing can help reduce the fear of public speaking. It can improve digestion, reduce insomnia, lower stress, anxiety, and overwhelm. And friends, do we need to take a collective breath together? Like (laughs) this podcast has been so great and we're only a month in, but like here we are. It is still a little anxiety producing to know that I'm putting myself out there for the world to hear and potentially not like, right? And every single time I sit down in front of this microphone and I pull up the notes that I have for this practice, I start with a big exhale before I hit record. So just keep that in mind, okay? Our breathing helps balance and release suppressed emotions. So You've heard me in meditations talk about releasing what isn't serving you on an exhale, to release those limiting beliefs on an exhale, to release the physical tension and stress on your exhale, right? We're using that breath to help facilitate that action. And our breath work can also calm the mind to help us improve concentration. You can use this breath work for work on focusing better, right? In my own life, like I said, I've been incorporating more breath work practices lately and I've been finding it really useful. My favorite or one of my favorites is called Nadi Shodna or alternate nostril breathing. And this breathwork practice helps lower stress and anxiety and really bring an overall sense of calm because in many ways you are putting your attention to something other than what is going on in your mind so you are using your hands as you are alternating opening and closing the nostrils so your mind is very much focused on what you're doing instead of your worries your to-dos your whatever else is going on and so that's a super calming breath And then I've also really been into Kapalabhati breath or breath of fire, which this is a kundalini practice said to cleanse the lungs and sinuses, energize the body and mind, and help the body to heal and build strength. And this is actually a super advanced breathwork practice as it uses a forceful exhale and contraction of the abdominal muscles And then this like really passive inhale that just like happens all on its own. And what I really love about this breath is that I've been able to see my improvements and the ability to maintain this breathwork practice for longer stints of time since I've been incorporating it into my practice more often. So I found that like in the beginning, I could maybe only do it a few times before I needed like a really big breath on its own and I needed to reset. And now I can go longer. I am building that physical strength, but I'm also building up the capacity of my lungs and the strength of my lungs through that practice. I do need to mention here that some breathwork practices, including breath of fire, are contraindicated for pregnant women and people with certain health conditions. So I am not a doctor. 
right? Always speak with your medical provider. You know this disclaimer, but I have to give it here. So keep that in mind. There are a whole slew of breathwork practices that we haven't even talked about this month, that we haven't even utilized in our meditations this month, including that alternate nostril breathing and breath of fire, like I just mentioned. But there's also bee breath, sitali breath, sikari breath, belly breathing, lion's breath, and you know, probably so many more that I'm not even thinking of right now. And while we're not going to dive into these today, if you have really enjoyed our breath intention this month, then I highly encourage you to like look deeper into these practices of breath work. And I'd also honestly love to know if this is something you want to learn more about as I'm working on some additional breath work training after finding it so helpful in my own life this past like year and a half especially. And so I would love to bring more of this to you in the future, whether it be on the podcast or over on my YouTube channel or in my virtual studio, Studio Connection. So if this is something that you're loving, please, please, please come find me on Instagram at I am Katie Arnold and let me know how you're feeling about your breath. Also, please check in, like let me know how these practices are going for you? Are you enjoying the meditation with the journal prompts? Like what are you loving? What are you maybe not loving so much? I know we're still early into this podcast, but also do you like the idea of us doing an episode every month, diving deeper into our intention, like having an episode that is just dedicated to something regarding that intention? I'll probably do it. Like I feel like that's just where I'm leaning, but I would love to know, is that something you want to see? Okay, friends, I think I have talked to myself enough for you all today. So thank you so much for joining me. I hope you enjoyed this bonus episode all about the benefits of breath work. If I can ask you to please take a quick moment to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast wherever it is that you listen Take a screenshot, share it on Instagram, tag me at I am Katie Arnold. Let me know how this practice is going for you. And I would be so, 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 so grateful. You guys, this is a new show and it really helps get the word out, helps get it in front of more people. And so as like a community, as a collective, we can help more people find their true soul connection. I fully believe that is why I am here on this earth. I have found so much joy and connection with myself, so much understanding of myself through these practices that I just, I need to share it with you all. I need more people to know. So That's all. That's all that I have for today. If you want to take a meditation and you're a little bummed that you just listened to this bonus episode and you're not getting a meditation, go back and re-listen to one of the previous meditations. You can do them as many times as feels good to you. And I will see you all next time. Have a beautiful day.